Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Friday, June the 12th. Hopefully this finds you all staying safe and staying sweaty wherever you're at uh, in this uh, crazy world. We're all trying to uh, navigate through here. And uh, just me today, um, dropping a podcast that came from my homie Travis Merritt. And we're talking about how 50 uh, is the new 20 in terms of uh, health, fitness, and lifestyle. So going to chat that with you all today. But before I kick into it, this podcast can be brought to you by my homies over at Athletic Greens. Again, you guys know me. I've talked about it many times before over the last couple of years. It's the one supplement I take every single day, and I never miss it, no matter if I travel domestically or internationally, uh, when we can all do that again. I always take the travel packs with me, and if you guys are interested in trying them, hit me up. I can shoot you guys a link for the 20 free travel packs. Again, it's the you know kind of ultimate daily you know uh, one supplement with 75 proven whole food ingredients. Again, for you guys, if you're talking like it can help your energy, your immune system, gut health, liver function, hormone function... Uh, literally, it's a great way if you guys struggle to eat greens every day. You're going to get, you know, basically the antioxidant equivalent to 10, 12 servings of greens a day, something crazy like that, where even immediately for me, eating once or twice a day, I can't eat that many veggies. It's just not possible. So if you guys are interested, uh, hit me up. It's made a huge difference in terms of my energy. And uh, knock on wood, you know, me not getting sick and, and fighting off any, you know, junk that happens to come my way. So if you're interested, I'll send you guys a link for 20 free travel packs, or I think I still have some here for watching on YouTube on hand. I still got some, and I'll actually, if you guys are you know on the fence with Jeremy, I don't know if I want to give him a shot, I'll send you a free pack in the mail, and you can try it, and then you can make the choice and pick up the 20 free travel packs from there. So if you're interested, hit me up ASAP, and I'll hook you guys up with that. But on today's episode, talking about how 50, uh, you know, is the new 30, if you will, or, you know, I guess, you know, they used to say 40 is the new 20. And if that's the case, I think obviously, you know, 50 would be the new 30. And I'm going to talk about this in terms of obviously, you know, whether it's cultural, um, you know, how we've shifted as adults, and obviously in our health and fitness and how we eat and sleep and train and how we treat ourselves, I think has aged us down. I think technology also ages us down. And so like, when I get a person who comes in here, uh, you know, in their 40s, in their 50s, even their 60s, you know, we kind of lay out this challenge for them to be better than they were in their 20s and 30s. Now, obviously, not all things are going to be the same, right? Like the thickness of my hair at, at 20 is probably going to be a lot better than it's going to be at 40. Um, I can already feel it. Uh, I'll be Bruce Willis before I know it. And, you know, even, you know, like my wife, for example, like she can be fitter you know, but there's going to be things that are going to change. Like when she used to fall on her snowboard, you know, and maybe eat it, she just pop right back up. Now it's like maybe she pops right back up, but she feels the soreness for a couple more days. It's the same thing for me where I used to be able to eat, you know, Burger King and then go play four basketball games and I'd be fine. Now, A, if I go play four basketball games, I probably won't be able to walk for the next week. And if I eat Burger King, I'm probably going to shit my pants. So those things are going to change. Like age is a real thing. I'm not saying like we can defy it. And I'm not saying the aging process doesn't happen. And obviously things like recovery uh, are are probably going to lag. But you also, as you get older, are going to learn how to take better care of yourself. And that's what I'm talking about. Where the amount of mobility I do now, the amount of quality sleep I focus on now has drastically changed. And if anything good is coming out of this, you know, 
season of life that we've all been kind of stuck in and thrown in where it's just a complete utter dumpster fire right it would be we're more mindful of each other for one but you're more mindful of yourself and the way that you treat yourself and how healthy you can be and the things that you can put into your body and the things you can do to build up your immune system and make your body the healthiest thing possible and i believe the older you get in theory you should be taking better care of yourself as every day and week and month goes by. Now, if you look at the average American, they don't. They're irresponsible. They drink booze. They eat processed shit. They're getting erratic sleep. That's why they're run down. That's why they get sick. And it's why they have a hard time, you know, you know, living their best life, if you will. And so on that context, if anything can come from what we've all went through the last three months would be to take better care of yourself every single day. And as we get older, we get smarter. Now, I tend to never think about uh, age as, as a negative thing, uh, obviously because we can't control it, right? So I don't think about people and their age when they come in here as being this limiting factor. I think about you know what they can do now and what they're capable of doing tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. And also, you know, we sometimes shy away from saying how old we are. It's like, oh, I'm going to be 50. It's a gift. It's a blessing. It's an opportunity to live a year that, you know, sadly, a lot of people never made it to. A lot of people never made it to 30 and 40 and 50 and 60 and 70. And if you're blessed enough to get to 80 and 90 or be on those, uh, like, the, the Smuckers uh, little commercial thing that they run for the people who hit 100, it's a pretty big fucking milestone, man. And you should be proud of it and not look at it as, like, oh, this negative thing. It's, like, you've had the opportunity to, to live this many days on Earth, and it's pretty badass, and it's pretty cool that you can. And so I don't like to look at age as this limiting factor. Now, obviously, being the realist that I am, things you do at 67 might not be the same things you did at 27, but for some people, it might be better. And you might be able to do more, uh, go more places, and see more things as you age because you've taken care of yourself. And so I don't like to look at age as being this limiting factor for someone who comes in who's 50. Because I know a lot of people here who are 50, and it's like, holy shit, dude, you're in better shape than you were when you were 25. And that's real. I'm not exaggerating here. You can go on our YouTube. You can see the transformations and the life-changing stuff we've done here. It, it's rooted in, in the fundamentals. And that's what we focus on. So instead of focusing on like, well, you're old and you're finished, you can't do anything. No, I don't look at that. Well, what can you do now? And what are you capable of doing tomorrow? And when we approach fitness that way, you know what we find? We find people that ditch the age limiting factors and they start doing things that they couldn't even do in their 20s because they didn't take the time to focus on it. They use their youth and just the resiliency of like recovery and just being young and they didn't take full advantage of it now if they would have put the same pieces into play at 25 for surely they could have done it but they didn't and i'm going to give you guys like a few examples you know we have some people here now you know a guy uh in like his mid 50s uh and he's lost more weight than he has in the last 30 years combined so there's a dude here he's in his 50s or approaching 50 and he has lost more weight, like fat, like nonsense garbage weight he was carrying around with us than he has in the last 30 years combined and is doing things that he could never do in his 20s. Now, this is a dude who is in his 50s living his best life, being in his best shape. 
And very few people can say that because they're not willing to put in the work. But if you're willing to put in the work, your 50s can be your new 30s in many, many areas of your life. And there's another person here. They're in their late 40s. And they smoke most of the 20-year-olds that come in here. And even the fittest people we have here gives them a run for their money with their fitness because she is willing to just not accept that, well, I'm 46, I'm done. No. And again, she wasn't always like that. It took us, you know, a handful of years to get her there. And not that we did it for her because we didn't. We don't do anything for anyone. But we give them the tools and we give them the confidence and we build them from the ground up. We work on mobility. We work on body weight movements. We work on them eating real food and getting quality sleep and not stressing as much and not making their career be the most important thing on the planet, even though it is important. They are starting to put themselves first or at least carve out time and make it non-negotiable so they can be fit regardless of their age. And we've seen that with a lot of people. And there's also a guy, a coach here, um, that was in his early 50s uh, that started bike riding, uh, you know, about, let's say, four years ago. And, you know, now he's doing Ironmans and just crushing it and beating people who are 20 years younger that have 10, you know, plus years of training under their belt of, of riding. You see where I'm going with this? Like, we also have a lady here in her 60s, you know, that literally rides her bike here every single day from her house and then comes in and crushes a workout and is probably fitter at 60 than she was at 35. That's real shit. Like, we've coached mothers of three here who are in their late 40s, and after a few years, their body could pass for somebody who's in their 20s. And that's happened more than once from people who have walked in our door here. Now... I could go on and on and on, but you guys get the idea. And it's not about to saying like, oh, like what we do here is so amazing because it's not. It's basic shit. We have people work on their mobility, master body weight movements, push themselves in a small time frame, typically 30-ish minutes or less, you know, maybe push a sled, grab some dumbbells, grab some kettlebells, eat real food, get quality sleep, don't abuse drugs and alcohol, and wash, rinse, repeat that consistently day after day after day. Some of the most impressive, fittest people that I've ever had the privilege of coaching were in their 40s and their 50s. And the longer I do this with people in person and on the internet, the more I see people that age look at it as just a number. And it doesn't define or, or limit what that person is capable of doing. And daily here at Jeremy Scott Fitness, when I come in here, we see people in their 40s in their 50s, looking better and performing better than people in their 20s. And that is not an exaggeration, that is just real talk. And I, you know, obviously, part of that is because they understand that they can't get away with the same dumb shit they used to get away with in their 20s. So that is part of it. But they're also valuing it to a level and an extent that they've never valued it before. And what I mean when I say that is, is they're starting to approach their fitness from all four pillars. So the physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional side of fitness, not just the vanity metrics. And yes, that's important to look sexy in your swimsuit for you know your friend's pool party. But they're approaching it from the inside out. They want to be internally healthy. They come to us saying, hey, I want to move better. I want to feel better. I want to kick these shitty habits and then the byproduct is they start to look a certain way. When typically, when I do 
meet younger people who are in their early 20s. They just want to look good. They're only concerned about the aesthetics. They're only concerned about the appearance, which is fine. And that's an important part of what we do here. Your body is your business card. When you walk in a room, you know, right or wrong, people are judging you based on your appearance. You know, whether it's your hair, you know, could be even facial hair. Uh, you know, you're, are you muscular? Are you tall? Are you thin? Like all these things that, that come into play. And that's part of who we are. But that's not the people we tend to see be most successful. It's the ones who approach it from the holistic standpoint of, I want to make myself internally healthy. And then externally, I'm going to look a certain way. And they kind of play hand in hand. Those are the people who make the biggest transformations. Those are the people who, I guess, make it the distance, if you will. And these are people in their 50s who thought they had peaked years ago. And after some time, they found out that they haven't peaked yet, and they're still getting better every single day. And that's the thing that's pretty cool, and that excites me here and gives me hope that I can keep doing this shit, uh, you know, many years from today. And I'll argue with people, too, and even friends of mine who sometimes are confused about what we do here. Now, obviously, there's certain things that I'm not willing to do forever, and, you know, I, I do get tired now uh, differently than I did at, you know, 25. And that's just going to be part of the game. But I'm also smarter and I pick my spots. It's like I remember watching uh, Steve Nash go through a workout probably a year or two after he retired. And he's in the gym with Baron Davis. And uh, obviously, if you guys know B. Diddy, like, he's a monster too. And they're just going through drills and they're they're kind of playing, like, doing some, you know, make it take it stuff a little bit of one-on-one just like some spot up drills and nash is playing and he's still just you know a a killer and he makes the comment he's like you know i could still play in the nba but i can't play 82 games i I can't play the back-to-backs i could probably play every three or four days which would probably equate to him playing like a 30 game schedule as opposed to an 82 game schedule and i remember hearing that and i was young and i'm like okay that, that does make sense to me, even though like I didn't feel it yet. And now that's kind of what I feel, where I can go through and do our Sunday Metcons here and, and you know kill it, but I can't do that seven days a week, nor do I think it's smart or responsible. And the older you get, you start to realize, you know, is the juice worth the squeeze? And like what what's the best bang for your buck you're going to get out of, of a workout? So meaning I can come in here and I can do certain things, but is my fitness stealing my fitness? Is what I'm doing in this workout going to make me so sore I can't walk for three days? Or is it going to drain me of my life energy that I'm going to pay for it tomorrow? And sometimes those are that's what's required of the workout, but not every single time. And I think when you're 20, you think every workout has to be an hour and a half long and you have to leave the gym, you know, in a pool of your own sweat and tears and you're dying and you're crawling to your car. That doesn't have to happen when you're in your 30s, 40s, and 50s, and I don't believe it should either. You pick your spots, and it's like I've, I've said this before in the podcast many times. It's like doing box jumps. Can I do box jumps? Yes, I can. Is it necessary? Absolutely not. I can also run around my house with scissors in my hands at full speed. But what's the point? Eventually, something bad's going to happen. That's how I look at exercise now. There's certain things I'm willing to do, and with everything, there's risk, right? But Pushing a sled with a decent amount of load is a relatively low risk exercise as opposed to doing like, you know, high speed box jumps with a weight vest on. Like, 
it's really not necessary. If the goal is to get my heart rate up, there's better ways. If the goal is to work my legs, there's better ways. And as you get older, that's what you do. And that's what I mean by, you know, the people in their 50s, it's like they're new 30 because they're getting in better shape and they're doing things that are easier on the joints, still crushing the tissue, but they're being smart about their training. And they know when they can go hard as shit and they know when they just have to kind of, you know, get a good sweat in and get the, the body moving through space. And again, it all depends on what your goals are and what you guys are choosing to do. But there's no reason if you're listening to me and you're in your 50s, you can't be just as functionally fit as you were in your 30s. Now, if you're 59 and you want your skin to look like it did when it was 31, that's probably going to be tough to do just because gravity, life, father time, it just plays into it. Obviously, I guess that's why they make Botox and do all this other crazy shit. And I'm not judging. If it makes anybody happy, please do it. If you're healthy and responsible and you know what comes with it, live your best life. But even if you might have a couple more wrinkles at 59, it doesn't mean you can't have mobility that was just as good when you were 30 years old. And that's what we've seen here. And some people, you know, come in and, and think their best years are behind them only to find out when they're here that they haven't even reached their best years yet. And that's pretty cool. And I guess that's why, you know, I still do what I do for a living and I still enjoy it and I don't get jaded by people who are just absolutely crazy and want obviously microwave results when it's really a, a crockpot results driven world, specifically fitness. But that's why I say, you know, 40 is the new 20, then I guess obviously 50 would, would be the new 30. And for the people who are starting to actually take their health serious and wanting to get fit and, and really, hey, you know, what are the right supplements I should take? What Do I track my macros? How much should I foam roll? What mobility should I do? What's the best mix of me doing strength work versus aerobic work? Those people who are starting in their 30s, there's no limits, man. That you literally like, you can just crush what if you're li- if you're 35 years old right now listening to this, and you haven't taken your health serious, you have so much life left to just crush and destroy. And I would urge you, if if now more than ever, to be the healthiest, fittest version of you. Obviously, we live through. Uh, this pandemic where like there's a virus that's running around and when you look at people you know and anything can happen to anyone any of us could get a brain tumor or cancer and that could be it and we never know you know when our time is going to come and that sucks and and also there's beauty in that of, of knowing you know life is precious and it doesn't go on forever that's what makes us appreciate moments and people and time and memories at least it does for me but when you look at that the the people statistically speaking who do the worst tend to have you know they tend to be you know obese Uh, They tend to have, you know, kidney disease or liver disease or diabetes and all these other underlying conditions. That's what's the the biggest problem with a lot of the things in America. And we haven't had the conversation, at least I haven't heard it, you know, at scale. Like, hey, guys, if you stop putting a bunch of processed sugar in your body every single day, if you stop drinking alcohol every single day, if you eat vegetables, if you get good sleep, if you exercise consistently, and maybe you take like an Athletic Greens or a vitamin D and a zinc and a C, all these things that can help the body be its best defense system versus whatever the fuck life throws at you, that's what we should be doing. And that should be a conversation all of us are having all the time because this is the machine you live your life in. You're not getting another one. Like, as far as I know, Elon Musk isn't that far along in Neuralink and you can't just upload your consciousness to a new unit or a new body. So, Maybe that will happen in my lifetime. I don't know. Uh, but then we might be in like a Terminator scenario where like, you know, John Connor sent back in time and the Terminator's trying to kill him. Who knows? 
the point is, as we are living life today on June 12, 2020, you have to make your body the healthiest, most efficient place to live if you want to not only live a long life, but a high quality life. Because what's the point of living to 97 when your body hurts and it's broken and you're 80 pounds overweight? Like it seems like it'd be a shitty existence. I'd rather do it in the best vehicle possible. And I'm not talking about vanity driven metrics. You don't have to have six pack abs or shredded glutes. But to be confident in your own skin and feel like you can go out for a run or you can hike a mountain or you can play with your kids, like isn't that what this is all about? Making the best of the time we have here and having the highest quality time possible? So again, if you're listening to me and you're in your 30s, man, sky's the limit. God willing, knock on wood, you're going to live another two or three lifetimes with technology and science and the way that we take care of ourselves. And so, you know, being in your 40s, in your 50s doesn't have to have the same consequences as we remember with our parents in their 40s and their 50s because I think technology ages us down for one we're more in the know we're more educated than our parents were that's not a knock on them but like we have Google we have the internet we can connect with experts and resources that they didn't have in 1976 and 1985 so from that standpoint alone technology has aged us down and so if you think about like how old my dad was at 36 compared to me, it's insane. You know, he'd been working the same career for probably 15 years at the time. He's already got two kids. He's divorced. He's in this whole other ecosystem. I'm out here. I'm a dink. Dual income, no kids, like own a business. I'm still filming videos and like these little ass shorts. I'm doing like some 16 year old shit still. <laughs> I mean, in all seriousness aside, like my life is so different. Like, I believe I'm just as responsible as he was, but he had more responsibility than I did. And I'm much healthier than he ever was, you know, drinking booze and smoking cigarettes every day. I don't do either of those things. You know, I'm taking greens in my supplements and I'm exercising and I'm getting quality sleep and I'm more mindful. And when things get too stressful, I tear them back because I'm not willing to take that on because I'm not willing to let my personal health suffer for a job or for somebody else. Now, obviously, I'm not a parent, so I don't have the luxury, you know, or excuse me, I do have the luxury of doing that when, you know, when you're in the parenting boat, it's, you know, you're in your own shit. But the point I'm driving at is my dad at my same age is so much older than I was and will ever be. And I think we have to understand that. So when we look at what 40 and 50 used to be, we don't have to have the same consequences that our parents did at 40 and 50. And again, like I said, with the advancements in technology, in education, with overall living a healthy lifestyle, it's not uncommon to see an amazing healthy physique of somebody who's in their 50s and beyond. In fact, in Scottsdale here, I believe it's more common than, you know, probably, you know, Norfolk, Nebraska. And that's not a knock against anybody. In, I'm picking up a random city here in the state. Uh, just popped in my head. But if you're in Nebraska, you still can do it too. But I see it here because I'm in this ecosystem every day. We've made health and fitness a priority. It's important. The weather's warmer. We have our shirts off. The sun's out. It's it's kind of like it's part of the culture here on the West Coast. And it's it's spreading across America and the world is the point I'm driving at. Because you used to imagine like in 1985, did you see a ton of people who are 56 who are like in great shape exercising all the time? No. The world is changing and shifting and that technology and that education is aging us down. So you are seeing people who are in their 50s and 60s who are in great shape. It's starting to be, you know, more common than it's ever been before. And so if you're listening to this, you haven't peaked yet. 
you're probably not even close to looking and becoming your best self. And there's so much more than you are capable of. And you don't have to limit yourself. Uh, and you'll be surprised if you really put your mind to it and you take care of how you eat, how you sleep, how you train, and how you live your life, how good you can look and move and feel into your 40s, 50s, 60s, and beyond. So again, I, I just want to drop that because we do see so many people here. A majority of uh, the athletes here and the clients I have here are over the age of 30. That's a lot of the people I work with. Now, obviously, we have young kids and we do have people in their 20s. But a lot of people we see here, I would say they're somewhere in that 40-ish and up range. And a lot of them are fitter today than when I met them six, seven, eight years ago. And some of them like in their mid-40s and over 50 and 50 and beyond. And they just look great because they've really made it a priority and they're really drilling down on it. And they're not accepting just because I'm 55, I can't be as fit as I was when I was 25. And I say it today, like I feel today I'm the oldest I've ever been, but I feel I'm in the best shape I've ever been. I mean, all around. I'm not just talking about like, have I been bigger? Yes. Have I been leaner? Yes. Like I've been on stage before with striations in my ass. And it's a miserable experience when I blow your brains out. I've been 237 pounds before just focusing on like lifting heavy and eating everything in sight. I didn't like how I felt. I am the most mobile. I have the best endurance. I think right now I have the best mix of how I look in terms of muscle and being lean and just I'm sleeping better than I've ever slept before. I've altered my, I will say this of this, the pandemic bullshit. Like I have altered my schedule a little bit. So I do feel, I mean, I still get tired like a normal human because I wake up at the ass crack of dawn, but I feel the best I've ever felt because I'm making sleep a real priority. I'm setting hard times for me to go to sleep. So I wake up and I'm not a zombie. Like, yeah, as I go throughout the day and I work with people and train and, and yeah, I'll get tired, but not to the level of exhaustion where I feel like I'm running myself down. And I believe that's important. And so I'm the oldest I've ever been, but I feel I'm overall the healthiest mentally. I'm, I'm in a good space, even with all the shit that's been going on in the world. Mentally, I've been able to kind of fight through it and still, you know, come on a podcast and talk to you guys and write emails and content and coach people the best of my ability. And I attribute a lot of that to my physical health, but my mental health. And obviously then there's an emotional health that's connected to that and a spiritual side too, if you guys are down with that, whether it's, you know, God, Jesus, unicorns, you know, whatever you choose to believe in, like that, that does play into who we are, whether you're a religious person or a spiritual person. I think all of that is part of this. And I needed to say that for the fact I know a lot of people, they get older and they give up. They used to be an athlete and they give up. You don't have to be. Yeah, I'm not going to be the same basketball player or baseball player or something that I once was because I don't practice that craft every single day. But it doesn't mean I can't be the best athlete I've ever been, especially for this age bracket. And it's not, again, just about looks. At some point, you're going to look different. At, at me at 67 probably won't have the same muscular body I have today. But it doesn't mean I still can't be shredded like Rambo. Like you, I can control my body fat. I can always be lean. I can always be healthy. I can always do certain things. And again, that's going to ebb and flow and shift as you age and as your goals, you know, mature and shift. But 50 can be the new 30. If you choose to keep your mind young, uh, keep your body young and uh, feed your body the right things it needs. And that comes in terms of the podcast you listen to, uh, the people you hang out with, obviously the food that you eat, and really just taking care of yourself. And if you do that, then your body's going to take care of you. So 
Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Just my quick ramble on how 50 could be the new 30 since we do see so many people here, uh, you know, over the age of 40 end up. And they're just, they're rock stars, man. They're doing things where it's like, I look at it sometimes and I'm like, shit, I'm like, I don't even know if I would want to do that if I didn't do this for a living. And they come in here, you know, early as hell, 5 a.m., 6 a.m., or they come in after work and they just, they make it a priority. They make it happen. They show up for these awful Sunday. The average age of our Sunday Metcon workouts has to be mid 40s or like well over 40. Like I'm obviously 36. You know, Rachel's probably a little bit younger than me, but I mean, you know, Jeff's here, Dennis is here, Mike is here, Mike's 50, uh, Christine, uh, Lindsay. Like again, we're not 22 year olds and we're coming in here doing these disgustingly awful workouts and we're crushing them together and i feel like we're all making progress being a fitter healthier version of ourselves every day that goes forward so if you're listening to me you guys can do the same thing and so the age really is just a number and you're you know i don't want to say you're as old as you feel but you're as old as you you treat yourself and you're as old as you think about yourself and if you're willing to just accept that and pack things up and be finished. That's fine. But if you're 50, you know, God willing, you're going to be here another, you know, 20, 30, 40, maybe even 50 years. And so you might as well make the best of it and, you know, live as, as healthy and as young as you can. That just starts with you really drilling down and taking care of yourself on all fronts. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that. If you happen to be on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass man. Go to your podcast app, scroll your finger all the way down, drop me a five star, leave a couple comments. I truly would appreciate it. If you're obviously on your MacBook or your iPad, click the iTunes icon, hit rings and reviews, share this with a buddy or a friend who's getting older and has just kind of punted it and let them know they can still be a sexy badass if they choose to be. And other than that, what do I got on the podcast here? I'm going to get my boy Ian on the podcast soon. Ian is an, a unique individual, uh, he's been to Burning Man like 100 times. I think he started Burning Man, actually. Uh, that's a joke, but he's been there a lot. And uh, him and I have talked about that, so I want to bring him on and just talk about his life, his business, that stuff. I'm going to get my boy D'Lo on here. Um, Dave DiLorenzo has lived an insane life. I'm going to bring him on the podcast. And then I think we're going to get Heather back on, too. And I got a bunch of other stuff in the queue uh, in terms of talking about what it takes to make a real transformation. But again, if you guys have specific uh Things you want to request for the podcast, shoot me a message. I'm happy to record if I can speak on it. And again, reminder, today's podcast is brought to you by my homies over at Athletic Greens. If you guys are interested in getting down with the 20 free travel packs, I can send you a link for that. And if you're really on the fence and you're not sure, send me a message as soon as possible. I think I can actually send you a pack in the mail so you can try it. I don't know anybody else in the world who is doing that, but we are willing to go to that length for you guys to, to let you try it just for the fact of, A, it's the one thing that I've taken the most consistently over probably the last three years now, which is insane. I've never taken a single supplement that long, and I don't see myself stopping anytime in the future just because it is so easy and it's so efficient. And uh, I, I really feel it's attributed to me being healthier overall, and it just kind of sets the tone for how I eat for the rest of the day. And so obviously I can't uh, back it enough, so we work with those guys, and I'm happy to hook you guys up any way I can and uh, my thank you to you for listening so I appreciate you guys and uh, until next time eat well train hard be nice to people and please keep doing shit you love or people you enjoy because your life is too short not to I'll talk to you soon peace